candy girl. <laughs> and you got me. <laughs> Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. <laughs> and you got me rocking you. I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. The rootinest, tootinest, highfalutinest podcast this side of syrup country. I thought you were going to say the side of Sweetwater River. <laughs> I should have. That's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast, and we are here to talk about Chapter 26, The Telltale Heart, written by Michael Grassi and directed by Julie Pleck. Now, is that spelled heart with an E or H-A-R-T? Like like a deer? No, I mean like, like heart denton. It is definitely with an E, like the organ. Chick! <laughs> It'd be funny. <laughs> it would, but that boy is telling no tales. Darling, are you familiar with the work of director Julie Pleck? The name sounds familiar. Well, the thing is, this is her first directing credit in anything. Oh. As far as I know. But she is a CW regular as a creator or co-creator for The Vampire Diaries, The Originals, and The Tomorrow People. I There's no reason that name should sound familiar to me. <laughs> She acquits herself nicely, Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. This episode picks up right where we left off last week. With all the mopping and, and the, the, the orange the, rubber gloves. And the blood everywhere. Those gloves that only moms know how to find. They just say mom. You can get them at the grocery store. Which mom told you? My mom. She used there to buy you them. Go. There you go. <laughs> I never liked them because there was like a powderiness inside of them and then your hands just came out feeling weird. Yeah. And like kind of grimy and covered and stuff. And that, then the, your hands would also get sweaty inside them when you were doing dishes. That'll happen when you're covering up a homicide. I mean, that's not why we had them. We just didn't have a dishwasher. That's all right. Stick with your life. Okay. There. Yes, we had to we had to get rid of many of dead bodies. I'm editing that out. The statute of limitations <laughs> is not over. I your secret's safe with okay. me. So yeah, <laughs> Betty walks right in, and uh, Alice is you know scrub a dubbin and just rapid fire like no 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 Betty don't call the police. I know that seems like the best thing to do in this situation, but don't you dare call the police. Also, a lot of of. Uh, well, uh, he tried to hurt me, and Chick, well, uh, it was self-defense, uh, just go to your room, don't be involved, it's fine, it's great. She pointedly gives no details as to who did the self-defending. Yeah. Uh, It was a lot of, like, cut-off sentences. Yes. Of changing what we were going to say. But if you call the police, they're gonna take Chick, that's bad. Also, get out of here, it's better if you're not involved. (laughs) Act like everything's normal. Yeah. Just be cool. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Betty gets a phone call, and it's Hal. And he wants to uh, stop by and pick up some toiletries and stuff. Yes. Uh, They say the word toiletries. And he's on his way, and Alice is freaking out. And Betty's like, just let me help you. Okay, there's bleach under the sink. Just go get the bleach. And meanwhile, 50 feet away in Archie's soundproof garage... Is FBI man. Agent Adams. Who, Hiram didn't say anything about Papa Poutine. And then I giggle. Hee hee hee, Papa Poutine. It's so funny. <laughs> they cannot say that name now. It's just gotten funnier in a week. It's true. Instead of saying hello when I come home, I say Papa Poutine. Yeah. And if I don't, you do. Papa Poutine. Papa Poutine. 
Moki's still soon going to answer to Papa Poutine. <laughs> She's going to be like, what, me? We have to get like a lizard and name it Papa Poutine. <gasps> Can we get a lizard and name it Papa? Or we could get like a little fish. <laughs> Let's get a little fish and name it Papa Poutine. And then and then we can like get him little fish buddies and like that that can be Professor Chili Fries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh Senator Waffle Fries. It's a lot of fries. And President Tater Tot. The Grand Dame Latke. Grandpappy sweet potato fry. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh um Uncle Mashed Potato. Oh, Uncle Mashed Potato. He's the black sheep of the family. Yeah. Not fried or baked or uh, anything. Um, cousin loaded baked potato soup. So in the course of this conversation, Asian Adams is tired of being strung along and he throws a fit and he just starts throwing shit around. He breaks the bass drum. And you can hear this in the Cooper's kitchen where they're scrub-a-dubbing. They react to the sound. So first of all, not that soundproof, Fred. What are you talking about? Second, hey, FBI agent, did you hear the murdering? (laughs) What what happened there? How long were you hanging out in the the garage before this? Oh, oh, the FBI brings up the fact, well, maybe uh, Hiram sent someone to do it. His, his his capo. Yeah, and Archie's like, his what? And like for the guitar? Like we... <laughs> No so peeking we... at my notes. That was my... Really? Meh. You had that joke too? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. I did not know you had that joke too. <laughs> I've been waiting for an hour to talk about capo versus capo. <laughs> and so, of course, he's like, well, does he have someone like close to him someone that you know he could send and archie's like no and i'm like i can think of like five people hiram could have sent to kill this dude number one you andre fuck you andre we could call up smithers no smithers is a good boy smithers is probably dead in a pit somewhere no yeah then uh hal shows up to the coopers Mm -hmm. and just as he's showing up uh, they are closing the last drawers and the last cupboards, and everything's normal. And he's like, "What is that smell? It smells like a hospital." And Alice is like, "Oh, I spilled some tomato soup. How much did you freaking spill that you?" <laughs> well, the human body contains about twelve quarts of tomato soup. <laughs> Betty even gets kind of snippy with him, like, oh, you should go get your stuff. Unless no, you no. want me to go get your stuff. She says toiletries, because yes. this is the first time any human being has said the word toiletries out loud twice in a day. Nobody says the word toiletries. You don't think people say that? I don't think people say toiletries. I don't think people say sundries. I don't what think sundries? people say a lot of words. What's sundries? It's a word people don't use. What does it mean? Sundries are articles too small or numerous to be specified. Miscellaneous items. But Hal uh, goes upstairs, even though they're acting very suspicious and he does not buy the tomato soup. Well, over at the Jones trailer, uh, Jughead calls Betty and she's all like, what's up? What's wrong? He's like, I'm, I'm just calling to say goodnight and I love you. And so she hangs the fuck up on him. She's like, sorry, I gotta go. Because Alice walks in at that second and is like, we gotta go. And Jughead's just... A little confused. A little confused. And I'm like, but, uh, oh, he's okay. Missed, missed moment there. Missed moment. Um, and so that's when they dump the body wrapped up in a tarp in a disused sewer pipe. 
Like a family does. Yeah. Uh, and apparently it is a pipe that uh, used to be Alice's secret place when she was a kid, where she used to go to hang out. So you know what? Of course I'm taking this dead body that I killed to my favorite childhood hangout. Alice was... No one's going to connect that to me. Alice was definitely the smelly kid in class. Oh, yeah. She hung out in a sewer pipe. We've learned that the guy did not have a wallet on him. Mm-hmm. Because Alice is like, oh, no one will miss him. Like, he didn't even have a wallet. Like, no, it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Hal is over with Mama Blossom getting yeah. a creepy-ass back rub and is just talking to her about how his family's hiding something. Something's wrong. And Mama Blossom asks about Chick, and he did not see him when he was there. And she says, oh, well, maybe he was entertaining. He's very entertaining. His tap dance routine, amazing. And I'm just like, hey, Ma Blossom, who are you to judge? It's just professional courtesy. She sounded a bit judgy. (laughs) And I don't think you get to judge him when you're doing the same exact thing. Oh, but her back rubs are much better. So over at the Jones trailer, FP comes home and he's like, oh, we won't be hearing from Tallboy anytime soon. And hey, maybe uh, I should uh, take some inspiration from you, Jug, and I should go like talk to the mayor, take the head of the statue with me, and like we can just have a conversation. Oh, about that. Pa, pa, pa. Jughead has a very awkward look on his face, and he's like, boy, where the hell is Pickens' head? <laughs> look, when I come in and I ask for the head, you'd better give me some head. Wait, no, never mind. <laughs> we have enough trouble with the sheriff. Uh, so over at the lodges, uh, they are talking about the head mm-hmm. and how it's a declaration of war. And Veronica's like, well, you know, Mommy and Daddy, I was in Model UN, so thus, I know how to solve war. And we're going to talk about peace before there's a declaration of war. And just let me handle this. I can get everyone to sit down. I can get them to come over here. And you guys can play nice. Veronica does not seem aware that those were not the real Contras and Sandinistas she was talking about or two. Fuck you, Veronica. Like, what the hell? I'm so glad that we're instilling our next generations with a sense of confidence. Yeah. And and agency. Yeah. That's going to take them far in life. Yeah. Goodness. So we get another cleaning montage. Yeah. And Alice is like, we have to clean anything he might have touched. He might have fingerprints. So they're scrubbing everything. And then Betty gets to some apples. And she's very concerned that he touched these apples and she scrubs them all. They will have the cleanest fruit in all of Riverdale. Lots of bleach. Um, Maybe not the most edible fruit. So Betty, we get the scene of Betty crashing on her bed. This was good. waking up. Mm -hmm. And And the the camera spins with her as she goes down and comes back up. And 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 you can kind of tell it's that like morning days of trying to figure out like did what happened happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, She goes downstairs and Chick and Alice are eating breakfast as though it's just a normal everyday regular thing. Yeah, she made chocolate chip pancakes. Uh, And this is where we find out that that Betty does not like chocolate chip pancakes. Therefore, she is not human. She's some sort of robot or alien creature. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Predictions is later. I don't really like pancakes that much either. Darling, I already know you're a robot. I like those coconut pancakes from Trader Joe's, but... I'm not too big on them. No? You still like them a lot. 
No, I didn't. I just let you keep getting them because I know you enjoy them so much. I mostly got them because I thought it was a way we could agree on pancakes. I'm happy to eat them. I won't buy them anymore because I don't but really care. But then we'll never have pancakes. Well, yeah, we can have waffles instead. Waffles are better. And that's how a marriage survives. <laughs> Betty's making herself a, a bowl of cereal, and while she's pouring her cereal and her milk, she's getting flashbacks to all the liquids of bleach and blood in the mm -hmm. cleanup process. And then there's a knock at the door, and she drops her bowl. <gasps> She's freaked out. It could be anybody. It, it could be another stranger. It could be the sheriff. Uh, it's Jughead, it's though. It's Jughead. Yay. And he thought he could walk her to school. Oh, it's very oh. sweet. So they are walking to school. And she's all, like, death-gripping an umbrella because it's raining. Just want to talk about last night. It thought it was nice. <laughs> uh, but then you hung up on me, so maybe we moved too fast. That or, thing you did with, like, the half-twist was extra nice. Or it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sex was good. <laughs> Sex good. It's just everything else. Everything else. Drama at home. Typical Cooper House lunacy, which... Actually true. That is not a lie. That not is not lie. covering. Veronica and Archie are together, and Veronica warns him about how there's going to be a low-key turf war between the Lodges and the Joneses. Just so you know, Archie. <laughs> Archie does not seem concerned about this. I'm like, it's your best friend and your girlfriend's family. Yeah, whatever. So we're in the lounge. Veronica invites, uh, like, Jughead and his father like, whoa, why don't you guys uh, come over and we can talk about this in a civilized way with my father. And Jughead's like, fine, but your dad comes to the trailer park so he can see everyone he's displacing. Yeah. Like, Look yeah. him in the eye. See what you're doing. Like, Not that Hiram will give a shit. Like that's ever stopped a rich person before. Uh, then Kevin runs in and he's like, oh my God, they found another body and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> and everyone like, panics in their own way mm -hmm. betty's like oh my god they know archie knows it's papa poutine jughead's like maybe it's the black hood again i'm like you know what jughead you're very you're right he's coming back <laughs> but we we learn it's like very mobster like killing in, in the motel brains everywhere this uh confirms to archie and us the viewer yes it is papa poutine yes betty rushes out and goes up and and throws up in the bathroom Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Cheryl walks by, and Cheryl is honestly concerned. Mm-hmm. It's and like, sup? Sounds like you're puking. It's like, are, are you okay? I can get you a towel. You got some vomit on your whole deal. Well, the tone. Yeah. You're missing the tone. There was honest, like, honest concerned, like, are you okay? And Betty pretty much shuts her down, like, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. I've been burned too many times, Blossom. Uh, Veronica is is very upset uh, and talking to Archie about a bullet to the head. This sounds like my dad. What if he did this? Every uh, time I think I'm out, they just pull me back into thinking my dad is behind every murder in the world. And Archie's like, well, just choose to believe your dad. I do. I know he's telling the truth. You know. And she's like, do I? Do I, Archie? How do I know? You could always ask. Yeah. It, it's a place to start. So Jughead has a map of the town and is making circles over the high school, over the trailer park, over the drive-in, and is like, hey, Mayor McCoy, what do these three places have in common? And she says that she does not know, but the answer is they were all city land. So hold up. That's either the worst lie 
or you as mayor of the town do not know the assets of the town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jughead uh, calls her out on the fact that if uh, she has been accepting donations mm-hmm. from the lodges, this is her chance to come clean to the public before he digs up anything else on her and does mm-hmm. it for her. An expose is coming. Yes. You can either be on the record or on the street. Uh, FBI shows up to Archie on a park bench. And it's just, where they first met. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and slides him an envelope with money. It's his informant salary f- in exchange for providing no information. Hey, Archie. He's not FBI. <laughs> you should figure, like, you should really figure this out now. And he's like, so I hope this will, like, inspire you to go engage more about Papa Poutine. I don't need any encouragement. I want to know everything about Papa Poutine. I want to know where he went to school. I want to, does I he have know, siblings? I want to know about his little Papa Poutine children. <laughs> a little cheese curd and, and gravy. I would hate to be the one named gravy. <laughs> cheese curd's better. Better than gravy. Curdy. That's what his nickname is. Curdy. Yes, this is gray, my gray gray. This is my son Curtis. We call him Curdy. I am Papa Poutine. <laughs> gravy short for gravy. It's just gravy. Graveline. They got some weird names up in Quebec. Archie goes oh, straight yeah. to Hiram. Is like so the newspaper uh had this article about Papa Poutine. Is there anything I should know about like, this? Archie, Archie, he was rich. He had many enemies. He was deep in debt and affairs. He was wealthy man with He was things. rude. It's like the first crime he levies against Papa Poutine. He was rude. It was just a matter of time. Uh, sadly, you know, this all came up around the confirmation, and, and Archie brings up the fact that Veronica's worried that it was him, and that, like, you might want to clarify things with your daughter, that it wasn't you, if you're saying it wasn't you, it wasn't you, right? That's what you're telling me? <laughs> so then Betty goes into the woods, to the pipe, to make sure the dead body's there, just in case. Yeah, I guess, yeah like, she's afraid of being found out. In case the cult in the woods took it so to, she, like, revive it. She pokes around, she opens up the tarp. Okay, it's fine. But then what's that noise? There's a phone ringing. What? Dead man's cell phone! Dead man's cell phone! That's a great play. You shall read that. <laughs> who, who wrote Dead Man's Cell Phone? Sarah Rural. Yeah. It's a good play. Good play. It explores the paradox of modern technology's ability to both unite and isolate people in the digital age. Awarded the Helen Hayes Award for Outstanding New Play. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a girl finding a... Dead like, man's cell phone? having a dead guy's cell phone. Does the girl have an iconic ponytail that is beyond reproach? Uh, I think that depends on the production. Okay. And the costume design. But yeah, so it was phone rings. Uh, there's a lot of missed calls. And she, she takes yoink, it. Mine. I love Sarah Rule. She she gets home, and Alice and Chick are are playing Clue, the official board game of the Cooper home. Betty Betty goes upstairs, locks the door, and opens the phone. And starts looking at all the messages, and then starts writing them down. Because a hard copy is forever. Her charger does not is not compatible, <laughs> so she needs to make sure she has them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Veronica is getting dressed with all her many pearl accessories. She's got more pearls than the Gulf of Mexico, that girl. And uh, Hiram comes in and is all, oh, Archie came to see me, uh, said you were concerned. And she's just like, did, 
did you have anything to do with Papa Poutine? No. 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 Lies. I'm Lies. watching my figure. I couldn't I couldn't touch him. I'm off dairy right now, darling. <laughs> Betty is right up in Chick's face lying at or yelling at him mm-hmm. that he lied to them because the guy was Chick's drug dealer. Bum, bum, bum. And, and a lot it, of other people's drug dealers. Yes. Drug dealer. And there's a message from Chick to him from the night before. And she's pissed because she's like, well, if you lied about that, what else are you lying about? Chick does not speak during this scene. I think Chick has slightly more lines than I do across the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does get very teary-eyed, and she's like, no, no, no water no. works. You do not get to cry. <laughs> uh, Alice gets very uh, protective of him, and is, you know, well, this this is quite relieving because you know, drug dealers like, you know, nope. no one's gonna care. And Betty says, you know, Mom, hate to break it to you, but drug dealers have families. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then Alice says, well, you need to worry about your own family. And Chick smiles. And I was distracted this whole time because I'm pretty sure his haircut was some sort of professional tie-in with Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. Available in stores now. Yeah, you think so? Uh, so Archie's out in the park with Vegas. Vegas! Vegas! And the FBI guy's there. And Ooh, Vegas. Uh, well, you know, Hiram told me there was bad blood between Papa Poutine and uh, Kowalski, Sausage King of Chicago. So, you know, there's lots of money owed there. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it was a curd and sausage battle yes. of wills. A tale as old as time. <laughs> curd versus sausage. Yeah. Millions have died in the crossfire. So FBI dude's like, okay, I'll look into this. See what I can find. Hiram and Veronica go to the Jones trailer. Uh, and is like, okay, well, I'm so glad you wanted to meet to talk about this misunderstanding. And they're like, fuck no. <laughs> you paid Tallboy to do this. This is not a misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. And Hiram's like, oh, well, you know, I've talked to the mayor and I have this. How, how about I pay everyone's back rent? Just as a, uh, a sign of, of goodwill. And in, in exchange, we all just chill the fuck out. And then they shake on and that. They do shake on it. And then, well, also... One, one more thing. One, one more thing. Jughead, that, that article you're going to write, you know, keep my name out of it. Just as a show of goodwill, you know. And uh, Jughead's like, well, that sounds like a bribe. So... So fuck you and the horse you rode in on a goodbye. And I love... Jughead out. FP just smiles and wraps his arm around his son and is like, <laughs> we'll see you in the funny pages. And is just like... So proud. He, Such a proud papa moment. He loves his son's writing so much. It's like, I'm going to let my son keep writing any article like, he wants. You don't get to tell him no. What, what was the first good dad moment when he was reading yeah. the Jason Blossom book manuscript? Yeah. Yeah. Part of that was him wanting to snoop, but it was a good dad moment. <laughs> While Cheryl is practicing archery in the backyard. She's pretty dang good at it. Of their little baby second house. Oh, dear me. We're so destitute. Uh, she sees Hal Cooper exiting. Yeah, and uh, so she she goes inside and tells her mother that she is destroying families with her, her ways. And but Mama Blossom's like, no, it's different with him. He's not a client. He's something else. They're having a real relationship. It's real. They feel it. She's just trying to finance her life. She feels it. And by it, I mean those knots in his shoulders. His penis. Ugh, ugh. 
It's also full of knots. It's very tense. <laughs> Don't make the hand gesture. What? It's a massage. <laughs> don't. I don't want to. I don't want to see that hand gesture. I'm uncomfortable now. Well, just because it looks like I'm uh, grinding a pepper mill at a fancy restaurant. <laughs> I mean, like that's gotta. That's gotta cause some like Indian rug burns? burn. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't think that's that enjoyable. Probably. I learned it in Cosmo. I thought you were gonna say college. <laughs> I was like, when did you learn that? What were you doing in your dorm? I was making a lot of people very uncomfortable <laughs> and causing a good degree of pain. Uh, but Cheryl insists that, that Hal should be sent back to his wife. He's a married man. Mother Blossom replies, Alice Cooper, that Gorgon. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Veronica comes home to, to yelling within the, the study. Uh, between the mayor and her parents, and the mayor runs out. Yeah, they, uh, don't, they don't care who hears all the juicy details. The mayor came over because of what Jughead said, and the mayor wants them to announce their plans for Southside Yeah, for Southside High until re-election. Yes. She wants them to wait till re-election, or she will expose them, but mm-hmm. they want to come out sooner, but that will jeopardize her re-election. There we go. Yes. And they're like, so- it's okay. We had Andre follow her, and we know about her time in cheap motels. So everybody's trying to screw over everybody before the truth comes out and sets us all free. Yes. So the Lodges, though, think it's time for Operation Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And I want to know who's coming to dinner. I want to know who names an operation. What? No. No. Rich people. They name everything. That is something nine-year-olds do when they're playing super spy in their tree fort. They're like, this is my loofah named... Papa Poutine. Louisa. <laughs> and my Lu- soap named Gretel and my showerhead named Liesel. Darling, you really could have used more friends as a child. <laughs> so Archie gets home. He opens the door and he sees a hat on the coffee table. <gasps> and my first thought... A Redditor if, has come. If Vegas hadn't, like appeared instantly. I thought he was going to find a dead dog. Because of the hat? Well, because I knew, like, this is shady business, and it was very <laughs> dark, and I was like, oh, shit, he's going to find his dog dead. I'm, no, no, no. Nothing good can come from finding a fedora in the year 2018. Exactly. This is true. Exactly. But no, uh, FBI man is talking to Fred, pretending he does not know Archie. Uh-huh. The, this is a different uh, investigation into uh, undocumented workers coming in from Canada, and he needs Fred to check seven years of, of uh, documents for proper uh, uh, work authorization papers. And Fred's like, I may have let a few work that weren't supposed to. Yeah, because that's just how the wheels keep turning. So Betty is at the diner, and she has the dead man's phone. And uh, decides to call some of the numbers and do a, hey, I found this phone in the parking lot and I was hoping you knew who it was. But every time she does, she gets a click, a hang up. And uh, the, the whole time, like, Pops is swimming in Dutch angle close ups. Yeah. Uh, just a whole lot of off kilter, tight on the face and very pink. Oh, but then she gets a call back, and it's this woman screaming at her about who the hell is this? Why do you have his phone? And then, like, you're the slut he was whoring with. You tell him he's dead to me. This is why he's got—he's dead to me. And I'm like, don't you—you you do not know the truth of that. 
Excuse me, ma'am, but can we stop with the gendered insults? I think that we can all rise together in solidarity as women in America. Also, he really is dead to you. He's super dead, though. That, that's a poor choice of words. Or maybe a very good one. Uh, so Jughead is at the trailer. He's eating some Chinese out of the, the carton that, like, you never actually get Chinese in those to-go cartons. <laughs> And then Betty we have gotten Chinese in those to-go cartons. Only a couple times. It's very rare that you actually get those. It depends on the place. Our favorite places have the plastic tubs. Yes, that are reusable. That's why they're our favorite places. Yeah. I just think that the cardboard cartons are more common than saying toiletries out loud. So they're equal. Okay. Betty calls and he's like, okay, I'll be right there. And he rushes out on his motorcycle, and Betty is sitting on the front porch, and she's like, I'm going... Cr-. So we see some time has passed. Mm-hmm. Jughead's just, like, kind of silently freaking out about what he's been told. <laughs> because over the commercial, yes, she came clean with everything, because their relationship is built on honesty and trust. She still hasn't told him that he she kissed Archie. Hashtag Bughead. <laughs> Um, she's like, I'm just going crazy. My mom's acting like things are normal. It's not. Things are not normal. And so he commits to, you know, just helping her through this, whatever she needs. And that's when the street sweeper comes by and is like, hey. Like the pre-street sweeper police? (laughs) Was it actually supposed to be a street sweeper? I've never seen that one That was a street sweeping vehicle. It's a small street. Okay. Okay. Like, I just thought it was like a weird golf cart car thing. (laughs) There was like a truck. A triple story golf cart with brushes on the bottom. Yes. It looked really small, honestly. <laughs> it's not like the ones we have here. You want to know whose car that is? We're getting complaints and we got to sweep the street tomorrow. And Jughead says it's his and she's like, all right, you got five minutes or else you're getting a ticket. Like, you could just say no. Yeah. But then because there's an abandoned it, car and they're going to look up the VIN and, and blah, blah, blah. It's the dead guy. It's the dead guy's. So he's like, hey, how fast can you uh, hotwire a car there, Betty? Not if. How fast? Because <laughs> Betty's got skills, and we all recognize she this She learned by that now. from Nancy Drew. Don't know which book of Nancy Drew, but yeah. Archie goes to the FBI guy and is like, stay away from my family. Agent Adams is all like, it's scary, huh? Scary how fast I can bring it all crashing down on you. Don't you dare squeal to another agent. I'll be watching you. You were mine first. And stop feeding me false info and stop dicking around and plant this bug. Yeah, he gives him a little buggity bug. Uh, and Archie's I don't think you're going to leave us alone. You're going to destroy us to get to him. Just break up already. It's, it's a bad relationship. It's toxic. Neither yeah. of you are enjoying it anymore. Yeah. It's not what it once was. No. Hal is, comes back to the Blossoms and Cheryl is sitting in a dark room. Like, how's a child sneaking in past his curfew and is like, back so soon? Mr. Bond. I mean, Mr. Cooper. You do know that my mother is a harlot. <laughs> she is not just sleeping with you. Uh, also, this could destroy your family. Mm-hmm. And you need to hurry home to them before I tell them yeah. what you're doing. Uh, so he leaves. Cheryl lays down the law. Veronica goes to the mayor to warn her about what her parents are planning to do, that they're planning to discredit her, and that they know about the affair with Keller. She's so confident that they don't have anything that could take her down. She's taken them down. She's going to be fine. It's like, like, no, no, no. 
They kind of know. know about the affair. In fact, I knew before Andre did, but I'm just going to zip my lip on that one. So here's what you need to do. You need to take control. You need to take control. You need to take the first step. Then Betty and Jughead push the dead dude's car into the river and it doesn't sink. There's, there's a long, anxious pause as it just sort of sits there wet. And then it finally, it finally sinks. sinks. And she tosses the phone in behind it. Yes. The mayor and Josie are standing in front of a television camera and having a little news conference that she is stepping down as mayor to spend more time with her family and focus on her legal career. I did not think that was going to be the move that she made. Oh, what did you think she was I thought she was just going to be like, I had an affair. (laughs) Like, let me, let me, we're having a news conference, but I had an affair. Uh, Excuse me. uh, I will be taking questions from the press afterward, but first I have a short uh, speech and some visual aids. Uh, If you could all look up here at a picture of the sheriff. He's a fairly handsome man. Uh, Figure two, that's the sheriff shirtless pumping iron. (laughs) Uh, Who wouldn't, honestly? All right, now we're open for questions. I thought, thought, like, this was finally going to be when Kevin, like, finds out. (laughs) Because he doesn't know. He still doesn't know. And he never will. Because he is a nice boy that drinks warm milk at night. At his sleepovers. Before he runs through the woods. <laughs> Mama Lodge is kind of upset that she didn't get to make their play. And uh, Veronica's like, well, no, no, you can't because that would be cruel. But they do realize in the end it doesn't matter because the mayor's out of the way one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. da da well, And Hiram goes up to Veronica and straight up asks her if she warned the mayor. And she says no. <gasps> I didn't. Ooh. Ooh, lies, the lies. So at the Cooper household, Chick is there, home alone, and Hal shows up. And he's like, oh, sorry, oh, Betty and Alice aren't here. Hal's like, well, it's my house. I'm coming in anyways. <laughs> Bam. At school. Big um, Coop, coming in. Cheryl goes up to Betty. It's like, I, I wasn't going to tell you, but I was tossing and turning in my sleigh bed. My canopy sleigh bed. Yeah. Uh, but then... Chick texts that that Hal is there. She's like, oh, I gotta go, gotta go. And she's like, no, like I gotta tell you. Gotta tell you. Betty runs home and finds Hal yelling at Chick. Everybody's um, yelling at this guy today. Screaming at him. All these things. Something about, like, can't find he can't find his grandfather's yeah, watch. He's accusing Chick of stealing. Um, and he's like, he can't look me in the eye, Betty. He's just like, well, no, you're terrifying him. You're being a monster. You're just yelling. Oh, I'm terrifying him is an actual quote. And I love how he delivers that line. Yeah. It's so good. And I was like, there's something going on. There are lies. You're not telling me some stuff. And she's like, oh, wait, you know, you know what? I bet he doesn't like it when I hit him with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, Betty tells Hal to get the hell away from him or she's going to call mom and tell her about Penelope Blossom. Oh, I threw his clothes in the fireplace and that upsets him, Betty. He's fine. Betty's like, well, maybe you think we're all hiding stuff because you are. And I was like, no, you also are hiding stuff, but... Everybody's hiding, so maybe everybody's projecting. Yeah. Whoa, did I just blow your mind? No. Okay. Uh, Hal leaves, and Chick thanks Betty, and she's like, I didn't do it for you. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah. No sibling love. Well, they did just meet. Yeah. 
Fred is going through his books and Archie sees him stressing about this. So he goes and he grabs the wire from his sock drawer and like stares at it. Man, what was Agent Adams hearing from that in the hours in between? (laughs) What I thought was going to happen. A lot of really bad demo songs and some video game sound effects. What I wanted was for him to pull it out and be like, hey, hey, FBI guy. You up? You want to (laughs) talk? I'm a little stressed out right now and I could really use a friend. (laughs) I tried calling Jughead, but he's dumping cars into rivers. He's not picking up his phone. I have this idea for a song. Do you want to listen? Tell me what you think. I know you can't actually, like, tell me, but we can meet in the park later and you can, like, tell me then. He starts singing that awful Just You and I song from Twin Peaks. (laughs) Starts playing, like, the Twilight theme on his guitar. Bella's Lullaby is a great piece of theatrical <laughs> score. I love yeah. that song. It is very good. You also did not know it was called Bella's Lullaby, though. I knew I like, liked it. The other day when I was like, yeah, they, that's why they use it all the time. It's like her theme song. It's a good song. Why don't all the why don't they have theme songs for each of the Riverdale people? Like Betty's theme and Jughead's theme and There is a score album available for for the first season. But I don't think they have like they don't have like a set. Theme I don't music. think so. That'd be good. I think it's just like their, their little singing songs. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be an album too that has like Mad World and Bittersweet Symphony. Yes, that is Veronica's theme song, Bittersweet Symphony from the Cruel Intentions soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Archie goes to Hiram and he's like, "I have to tell you something. I've been cheating on you. <laughs> the FBI approached me a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago." Like, but he's open about uh, what they, information was and was not shared. They, they asked me to plant a bug. And I, I broke didn't. it. I didn't. I broke it. They've been threatening me and my dad. I like you. I love Veronica. The FBI is more dangerous than you. Can you help us, And please? it comes down to just what I said it would. He thinks Hiram can protect his ba- dad better than Agent Adams can. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, he's like, okay, Adams will be dealt with. And Archie's <laughs> like, well, wait, wait, are we talking like... No, no, we're not talking the hand gesture <laughs> thing right now that we're doing to like talk about murder. Oh, it's the best. I wish this is the the one problem with being an audio medium. So I can't like show it. Yeah. Jazz hands facing the floor. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to. Uh. <laughs> if this gesture were a sound, it would be. Uh. <laughs> Just jazz hand I... facing the floor and make sure it's at a like speed that matches. Uh, and you'll be good. You got it. Betty's talking to Alice that Hal was there, uh, and that they're in way over their heads, that the car was outside, and Alice is like, what the car? And I'm like, How, you live in, like, you do not have public transportation. Of course he drove. Yeah. Also, it's out the front door. You never, you didn't notice. Two your, days. Your neighbors noticed. They were calling the Street Sweeper Association of America the swah. <laughs> So Petty's like, Jug and I took care of it. You got Jughead involved! Like, yes, there's loose ends. We're in over our head. We need help. So Alice and Betty go to FP. Yeah. And Jughead has already filled him in. If there's anybody around here who knows how to get rid of a dead body, and it's not Joaquin. 
FP's like, not gonna make the same mistake with you three that I made with myself. Let's do this. <laughs> FP learns from his mistakes. He does. He yeah. grows and he changes and he does not shave, but he and, does many other and things. And he learns what he should do is dig a grave, mm. put the body in it, and dump a bunch of lye on it. A whole bunch of lye. Because that way the body will disintegrate mm-hmm. in a week. Yeah. Yeah. I think FP Googled. <laughs> But with safe search on, and then he cleared his browser yes, history. Yes, yes, yes. Because that was a mistake he made with a different dead body. Yeah. So at the Andrews household, Andre shows up for Archie. Fuck you, Andre. You're not my real Smithers. <laughs> We're going for a drive to see the boss. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, and so they go on a very long drive. Where Archie they... shook. They're, they're not going to the Pembroke. Nope. They're going deep into the woods. Somewhere private. Mm-hmm. Over at Pops, Betty and Jughead and Alice are just sitting in silence waiting for FP to show up. And when he does, he, he fills them in. And Alice, while holding back tears, thanks him and, and apologizes for getting the kids involved and him. Uh, and FP grabs her hand and says, we take care of our own. Yeah. And that the circle ends there. Everything's tied up. It will be fine. Uh, over at the Cooper household... Chick is sitting in front of the fire, <laughs> looking at a photo album. Yeah. And pulls out a family picture and cuts hell out of it. And now none of these pictures are going to fit in their frames anymore, Chick. That's, it's just tacky. It yeah. looks bad. Um, at least Photoshop him into, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Just, like, paste your picture over it. <laughs> Remember that time the rest of the family met Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. 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 Just put much more interesting people than Hal Cooper in there. <laughs> in in the limo, they get to where they're going to be, mm-hmm. and Archie is let out, and he goes to talk to the boss, who's Hermione. <gasps> it's the other one you weren't expecting. And they are standing on a cliff by a rolling rapid of Sweetwater River. Yeah. <laughs> The Sweetwater Cliffs that we all knew about. This is and old hat. The, the Sweetwater Rapids. Mm-hmm. And she, she talks about the code of silence. And we learn what I thought from all along. What you thought, I called it. This was me. I did not think he was real FBI. Yeah. I thought it was a setup. And I was the one who said that it was uh, an internal... Uh, uh, Lodge family thing to test Archie. I oh, said that too. Merita, me. I was right. I said that too. Slam dunk. Check the audio. I got this one you, in the win column. I can't check the audio because you probably edited out me saying that it was my idea too. I can neither confirm nor deny, but I'm the best. What's up, Omerta? Code of you. silence. I'm tickling you. I'm tickling you right now. You need to shush your mouth. <laughs> shush, 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 shush. I'm making shush. chocolate chip pancakes. Whatever. And I'm I'm dousing them in fruit for you. Bananas too, because you don't like those. Oh, just stacks of bananas. And kiwi, because you don't like that either. Come, Mister Tallyman, all the bananas I'm and not, the fuzziest of fruits. I'm not buying coconut pancake mix again. <laughs> It's been like five years of me buying that. The things we learn. <laughs> How is our marriage even true now? We have a dog. You <laughs> could sleep in the bathroom. Ah. No, no, you could sleep in the laundry closet. 
Just curl up in a little ball on top of the... Anyway, we did very well this season. <laughs> so yeah, FBI man works for them. They wanted to test him and he passed and he is welcome to the family. And that's it. That's our, our grand cliffhanger. See you on March 7th. That's right. Three week break. If we can fix our marriage by then. <laughs> <laughs> so darling, what'd you think of this episode? Only the betrayals in Riverdale, not the, not the real life ones. I thought it was good. Jughead said, I love you. I know. And he, and wanted, he just wanted to say goodnight and I love you. And then he wanted to walk her to school. And Betty still hasn't. I mean, like, she's been wound up like, like a, a drum. But, but they haven't. She hasn't, ad- like, addressed any of it. Mm-hmm. The, just the look of, like, <sighs> just thinking. Yeah. About you and your smile and that bootay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I enjoyed this episode. It wrapped up a lot of things yeah. and opened a lot of new doors mm-hmm. for those plots. Yeah. Which is very nice. <laughs> Agent Adams is out. The mayor is on to something else, which means they need a new mayor. That's true. Oh my gosh. Is there going to be a special election? There's going to be a mayoral race. I saw... Is there a vice mayor? I saw like a released image from an upcoming episode. We'll have to talk about that toward the end of the show. Uh, Yeah. Also means, hmm, I wonder what she's going to do with her legal career. I am very interested in this and I hope they use it in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. This was a good one. I like that there's a brand new mystery open because we still don't know what happened with this guy. No. Or who he is. And no. so we're, uh, and instead of focusing on that, we're going right to the character drama of the, the new, the, the lines being drawn between Cooper family members. Yeah. And that uh, Alice is all in for Chick because of stuff we don't know. Uh-huh. But Betty is here for her mom primarily. Not Chick yes. and certainly not her dad. Uh, well, Hal, and she used to be for Chick and she's not anymore. Hal is just this island floating around. And Betty, er, and Polly is off in the farm. Yeah. Who the fuck knows with her? Is, is that how this is going to resolve? Betty's going to come back home. Polly's going to come back home? And knit everyone together. What if Betty runs away to the farm? They'll, they will need new hands for planting season. Yeah. Yeah. Planting season is what they call it when they impregnate more women with super uh, blossom serum. Yeah. Yes. I do like to think that they are making jams, like the King of the Hill episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they grow jelly fruit, and they make a wonderful juice out of it. Yes. Yeah. So, darling, let's get into it. Let's talk about some predictions. What you got? What's going to happen? Mayor race. Mayor race. All right. Uh-huh. Who, I'm thinking Fred, Fred. for mayor. Fred. I, he's got my vote. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. He's he's honorable. He's noble. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lodge backed candidate. It won't be either lodge, but there'll be like dark money funneled to this person. What if it's Pop? What if Pop is a lodge puppet running against Fred Andrews? Oh no, Pop! Pop can't turn bad. <laughs> Pop can't turn bad. He's already a puppet for the lodges. He's just making burgers. That's all he wants to do. What if FP runs? Yeah, for the Southside vote? Yeah. What if Mother Blossom 
uses her her dirt to become a kingmaker in the mayoral election. Oh. This is a plot that has some legs. Yeah. I think there are some angles here. Yeah, I think so. So the, the Joneses are helping tie up the loose ends, right? Uh-huh. There's always more loose ends. Oh, yeah. This is going to break out. This is going to, to get known. It's It's... That Not, car is going to get found. Right. Whether it's the, the river getting low, someone uh, is tracking FP's lie purchases, because that's suspicious looking. Or, yeah, drug dealers have families. He makes soap. <laughs> FP recently, not that long ago, got into the soap making business. Like, af- after uh, uh, Jason, mm-hmm. and after he realized, man, I fucked up. Okay, if I ever got to get rid of body... I'm going to get in the soap making business. Uh, this is how he he's uh, supplementing his part-time job at Pops is he makes soap. He finally watched Fight Club. It's been like 20 years. That's what the serpents are now going to start dealing is soap. Sweet Pea is going to become an Avon lady. Sure, why not? There's probably not any regulations. Maybe some type of regulation there. And they're totally doing like under the table. Like, you're going to take our soap and, and uh, we're going to sell this and it's got like rose petals and beeswax in it so it's darling like darling expensive it has maple syrup in it well yeah because <laughs> that's the scent the boys can't resist yeah i think that it's gonna take betty a very long time to get around to actually talking to jughead about things feelings and he's he's gonna be feeling a little little left out Mm-hmm. Little, like, again, like wanting that feeling and connection and relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, exploring the same on paper dilemma that Veronica and Archie had a little while back, mm-hmm. but through the different lens of these very different people. Yes, because now that the mayor stepped out to try to like avoid the affair getting out, I want it to still get out, and not by the lodges doing something. Mm-hmm. I want it to be a thing like where, like, Kevin... Keller, like, maybe she, like, tries to break it off with Keller, and he's just like, like, no, we have this thing, and we, like, love each other, or whatever, something. Mm-hmm. But then it's found out. Kevin uh, is just talking to his dad, and he mentions something, and it's like, wait, I thought you said something else about where you were last Thursday. But, uh, Kevin figures it out. Yeah, something. The, sh- the sheriff slips up and then Kevin figures out yeah. what his dad's been up to. I I want it to be out. Mm-hmm. At least to Kevin. It doesn't have to be out to the whole town. But I want, like, Kevin to know. Mm-hmm. Cheryl becomes the primary breadwinner of the uh, Blossom home in her capacity as a relationship counselor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She just tells people to, to straighten up or ship out. And she, she gets a lot of clients that way. We haven't had a lot of Cheryl recently. Mm-hmm. And the last, like, big Cheryl thing we had was her being, like, psycho over Josie. Definitely coming back. Definitely coming back. But I also feel like it's going to be, like, this weird pendulum of that psycho craziness. Mm-hmm. But then this, like, sweet caring we saw where she's concerned about, like, Betty's family mm-hmm. and Betty. And it's going to very much be, like, a Jekyll and Hyde thing. The most important thing to Cheryl is at this point family and relationships 
and maintaining them at any cost to the degree that it's super fucked up and scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so sometimes it's just telling off a dude who's who might be hurting his family, and sometimes it's isolating your best friend from building new relationships that would give her less time with you. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to talk about a couple theories I came across. Sure. The, or things. Theory watch, here we go. Okay, Ben, from last episode. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay. The, the I realized milk boy that, coming down the stairs. Yes, milk boy who works at the Bijou. He looked familiar. Mm-hmm. To connect it back to the fact that he was the concession guy at the drive-in. And yes. So he, I think that's definitely the same character. Yes. Other people have pointed out that the same actor or someone who looks exactly like it him. It is the same actor. It is the same actor. Okay, we have confirmation. Was the student leaving Miss Grundy's place with the smoochin right before she got killed. Yes. And when that episode aired... I thought that those two guys were the, meant to be the same guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's the same guy. Yeah. As there's a kid who's just really good at driving concessions. Yeah. But then his job got shut down, so he went, you know, indoor movie theater concessions. Yeah. But he wanted to learn piano. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something we did not talk about last time that I, I feel like is a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder, though, will he come back? Like, I'm so interested in him. I want to know, like... Somehow, like, an observer from Fringe, and he's appearing in the back of, like, all these scenes and stuff, and we just don't know. How many teenage blondes can there be in Vancouver? No one knows. There's apparently a shortage. I feel like we need to connect the dots. (laughs) A theory, though, that I came across on Instagram We haven't checked in with Instagram in quite a while. No. Beep, 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 beep. Newsflash. Looks there hasn't been anything good. Is it all just ship wars now and people sniping at each other? Yeah, yeah. This was someone thinking the, that Alice mm-hmm. and Penny Peabody ah, are sisters. Interesting. That would be fun. That, that would, would be, be fun. really fun. <laughs> that would be really, it's part really of her, interesting. Her South Side past that we know exists but know very little about. Mm-hmm. It would give her a maiden name for once. That's a, a missing piece of this puzzle. It would also bring some amazing tension if it came out and then, like, suddenly Penny's hanging around. A a lot of depth to her interactions with FP. Uh Uh-huh. There's just so many things they could do with that. I'm kind of rooting for it here. So last week, Betty met Penny at the vote. Uh Uh-huh. She did not recognize her and say, oh, Aunt Penny. No, there's no relationship, I don't think. I don't think there's any relationship. I don't even think, like... Betty knows that there's an aunt. Okay, okay. I don't even know if, like, I guess Hal would know because, like, they were in high school and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think, I think it's completely, like, severed. May, maybe, may well be. Now, if you want to talk about secret theories, there's also that Chick and Betty are only half-siblings and that some yeah. people think FP is Chick's dad. Yes, that has been a very, very big thing. Making him a half-sibling to both halves of Bughead. Yes. 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 I mean, people people have been on the Alice FP secret child thing. Ever since the birthday party, like the first episode they had a scene together. Yes. Yeah. The amount of uh, images of Scream, <laughs> Skeet Altridge, and Twin Peaks Alice together. <laughs> and then like, look at these children they could make together. Anyway, let's get back to what we know is going to happen. In three weeks, uh, the next episode will air, and it is called The Hills Have Eyes. 
uh, named, of course, for the 1977 Wes Craven movie very early in his career, about a family stranded in the Nevada desert that gets attacked by a cannibal torture family. Yeah. The heartwarming tale. Uh, <laughs> bring your kids to this one, folks. Uh, it, it did get a recent remake in 2013, 2008. Dur- during the uh, horror remake craze, it, it was yeah. one of them. But that trailer, though. That trailer. That trailer has some interesting stuff. It seems the core four will go on a sexy cabin vacation. With a hot tub. A hot tub and Veronica smooches Archie in the hot tub while Jughead watches. Betty. Betty. Betty brings her dark Betty outfit. And talks about how Jughead needs to be spanked. I might have to punish you. Yeah, he's been a bad boy. Yeah, yeah. I want him to react like, yeah, Betty, I've been very bad. And then just like retreat into himself and start blogging. <laughs> you can't be with me. I'm I'm too naughty. And then he gets on his motorcycle and leaves. <laughs> She's like, like, no, I just want to like hit you with this whip a few times. Alternate take. I want her to be very bad at it. And the two of them just end up giggling like, no, this is not us. This is ridiculous. Like, we don't do this. No. Am I doing this right? This is just weird. Let's just snuggle and touch butts together. <laughs> touch butts to, Like rub their butts together. Yeah, that's what or they like think. Or like touch each other's butts. That's what they think sex is. They rub, rub their butts, butts on each other. <laughs> they don't understand how spooning works. <laughs> My arms don't bend this way. This is really hard to cuddle. But meanwhile, uh, the, the rest of the world will keep spinning. We get some meaningful shots of Chick and Hal and, and the mayor. Cheryl's in there. Cheryl's in there. Everybody's in the pool, but it seems only our main four in an actual pool. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it looks like one that's made just for me. Yeah. Because I would love an episode where the four of them are just locked in a room for 45 minutes of real time and they just talk about shit. Well, okay, so the hills have eyes is what that episode's called. Yes. So what if... They're being spied on. Or, like, they go to this cabin and they're, like, all hanging out. What if there's, like, it's not just being spied on. What if, like, there's Cannibal killer torture or, or, or there's something. There's a monster. The, what if we get the cult in the woods finally? The shady man's family is hunting them down. The neighbor's doing a sacrifice. We didn't even mention it, but Betty keeps calling the dude, the dead guy, the shady man. <laughs> like, that's his name? Well, they don't know his name. He didn't have an ID. She could come up with a better one than the shady man. Rob. <laughs> yeah, which is what she did to his cell phone. Yeah. Oh. oh. So with that, we're, we're going to take our leave of this episode. Mm-hmm. Show's back in three weeks. In the meantime, we have two special episodes planned for you. Mm-hmm. First is the one we keep teasing all about the upcoming musical episode. Yeah. And second, uh, we've been cutting our Digest to Digest segment for time the last two weeks, you might have noticed, but it's coming back. We're going to do a few pop, 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 one episode just of that. Yep. And maybe some other segments we've left by the wayside. Maybe we'll find something good on Instagram. Bring that one back. Maybe. I keep seeing things. Usually it's not very good. So our our musical special and our segment special. Well, we could do, we could find another fan fiction and do a dramatic reading. Who knows? I really enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) But in the meantime, uh, while we're going to get romantic on uh, Valentine's Day, you know a better gift than flowers or chocolates? Five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, baby! Yeah. It's the only thing holding our marriage together, it turns out. I guess. So a rating and review does so much to uh, help 
the show find its audience and grow and and uh, really lets us know that we're doing a good job. So we appreciate every last one of you. Yeah. You can also tell a friend. Mm-hmm. You, you can get into a full discussion about chocolate chip pancakes and whether people like them or not and be like, hey, I know this show where a marriage fell apart over chocolate chip pancakes and coconut pancakes. You should listen to it. It's really funny, even though that does not sound funny. And it's the- funny. I love you. I love you. Let's stay together for the dog. Okay. So with that. I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie. Typical Cooper House lunacy. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down with your Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. Please.